Hey everybody, welcome to our high school game on football show. I guess we'll call this one playoffs round two. I'm Drew Markle from the Intel and the Courier Times, joined by the longtime voice of WNPB radio play-by-play, Daryl Dobas. Daryl, how are you today? Uh, just fabulous, thank you. Looking forward to another uh, another week of uh, interesting football, to say the least. A- absolutely. Uh, last week, Daryl, we had a you know we had a lot of you know local teams playing each other in 6A, but we also had some teams that we had Upper Moreland lose, Archbishop Wood lost. Conwell Egan got eliminated. Uh, Bristol got eliminated. You know, it was just a, kind of a rough week um, on a local level in, in District 1. We have, you know, only um, three teams left playing. And let's start with that, if you know, if we can. All three games, Daryl, you know, on Friday. I, well, let's, let's start with undefeated North Penn. Uh, 11-0, and beat Central Bucks South last week for the second week in a row. And they play a 10-1 and Ridley team. That also, um, you know, played a team in Conestoga that they'd also played during the season, beat them again. Ridley's only loss came to Garnet Valley. But, you know, what do you see from that one? Well, North Penn and Ridley, if there's a rivalry outside of conference play, this is a pretty good qualifier because North Penn and Ridley have definitely had a history in the postseason uh, and, and at each site. You know, it hasn't been like always at Ridley. There have been years where North Penn has looked to be the bigger team and Ridley has taken care of them and vice versa. And this one is probably not going to be much different uh, in that regard. But uh, you're you're looking at a, um, you know, a, a North Penn team as a two seed. Ridley as a seven is a, is a dangerous, dangerous squad. And they're going to give North Penn a serious fight. I, I agree with you. They always do. You know, Ridley was down for a couple of years, but they, they've rebuilt things and, you know, they're back where they used to be. We'll get, you know, we'll, we'll get to our picks with all that stuff, you know, a little bit later when we pick all the games. But, Darryl, you have um, a five seed in Quakertown, 11-0, and 0, but they have to go to number four, Downingtown East. You know, we talk, we've talked before about, you know, home field advantage and all that kind of stuff. And ideally you get into the top four. Well, ideally you're number one and then you get to host the whole thing. But, you know, Quakertown, they, they put it on Saturn last week pretty good. Uh, but now they got to take the long ride down to Downing, you know, a nine and I believe a nine and two Downingtown East team that's, you know, that hasn't lost to uh, any stiffs. No, no, they, they play a lot of uh, strong teams in that chess month. Um, first of all, I actually, um, Kyle Berger, kind enough, the, uh, the Prince of PowerPoints for the district. He, he, uh, I, I sent him a text and I said, Hey, real quick, if Neshaminy's game on Monday with Pensbury had counted because Quakertown beat him, if that game had counted, would it have changed Quakertown from a five to a four? He said, no. Quakertown okay. was locked into the five seed because we had, we had discussed that right. week ten and last week that it was a possibility. Double checked with them, uh, so the credit to Kyle, the, right. they are they were locked into the five. He actually said the one thing that could have possibly changed was North Penn wouldn't have played South, but there were right. some other things that had to happen there. We won't get into that, but so Quakertown has always been locked into this five okay. seed for for start. Dar- would know. I mean, I'm sorry, Kyle would know. I mean, Kyle would know. Yeah, Kyle, would Kyle, Kyle know. Would definitely know. Um, so, as for the travel, yeah, I, you know, Bannis and the other coaches were were not happy with the Nishamani game not counting. But as it stands, this is pretty much how it was going to play out. Okay. Gotcha. And uh, and 
you know, Quakertown, actually they've they've been the kind that hasn't even really been able to get out of the first round. You know, so to do this, first of all, is a bonus. And, sure. and kudos to Bannis and the crew. So the fact that they're playing at, at Alumni Field or on the road, uh, you know, at Downingtown East uh, is irrelevant, I think, to them at this point. Quakertown has been a juggernaut uh, all throughout the locals. They have handled their business. They are a veteran squad. They play solid defense. They can light it up on the board. Uh, Downingtown East is coming off of a, a tough Springford win. Uh, only one by seven. Springford, no slouch there out of, uh, as well out of the Pac-10. But, uh, you know, only beat them by seven. So this is – don't sell Quakertown short on this one. It's a 5-4. They're always usually close. These two teams are separated by a little bit point-wise for a reason. It's because they played schedules that were close enough. They right. did well enough in those schedules so this is probably going to be one that's that's going to be close. Sure, Quakertown would rather, you know, relax and not have to get on a bus and have all their fans just, you know, clog up parking around Alumni right. Field. Um, but, you know, they're going to have to go and they're going to travel and right. uh, they're going to be supportive and uh, they're going to be loud and uh, they're going to be right behind Quakertown, uh, right behind the Panthers from start to finish. And they're going to see one heck of a ball game, I think. I agree with you. And you, you mentioned there, you know, the – if there's any kind of home field advantage, you know, Quakertown has it at, you know, when they have, when they're playing up there because they get a tremendous turnout from their students and the band, I mean, it's really a cool atmosphere. It's kind of like an old time, you know, what you and I remember from when we were back, you know, back in the day. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. And like you said, they'll travel. Now it's not around the corner, but you know, they'll get there. And, and also that field that the stands, you're kind of on the field a little bit. You're not. No, you're not kind of. I've been on those sidelines. You're. you're, you're yeah, you're not. You're not back. Uh, you know. No, no. You look at Council Rock, Ben Salem, the Chamonix, Tennant, uh, Pensbury, all those fields. You know, they have a track around right. Quaker Town as well. But those stands, they just feel like they're right up on you. So uh, the the sound of a thousand fans is a lot louder. And when things go their way, it gets even louder. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's there's a bit of a loss there. There's going to be some spacing at Downingtown East, East and West. There are fields, plenty of room away from the away from the, the bleachers. But, um, you know, if Quakertown knows one thing, they know how to support their team. They're, they're going to be loud. They're going to be proud. They're going to be strong. It's going to be a good atmosphere, uh, even though they're on the road. Gotcha. Now, Darrell, CB West, um, the eighth seed has to go down to – Number one, Garnet Valley. Um, Garnet Valley, you know, has been putting up enormous point numbers. They're the only team to beat Ridley, the team that's playing North Penn. Uh, they put sixty-five on Ridley. <laughs> you know, West. West wants to run the ball. I mean, stop me if you've heard this before. West wants to run the ball and run the clock, and 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 just that's what they do. You know, it's four yards, it's four yards, it's six yards, and then you know you hope the quarter's over. Um, can we, can that kind of offense? I know they have to get ahead to do it because if they fall behind, it, it's hard to catch up. But can that kind of offense, you know, kind of and that and a good pretty good defense, you know, kind of slow down Garnet Valley? Yeah, it's uh, it's like being bit to death by ducks. You know, the right. the bites aren't big, but you know, get bit enough and it's going to create problems. Yep. Can West do it? Sure, why not? I mean, they have uh, you know one of the best teams 
in this playoff, North Penn, they hung right with them. Right. Uh, you know, they, they ended up losing, but they, they hung right with them. The defense is solid. Uh, the offense is conservative, but they have been very good at, at producing yards. Uh, they don't have very many three and outs. Uh, you know, they will have to take their time a little bit. They will have to make sure the execution is even more on point here when they have the ball. Um, you know, their reads on defense, they're going to have to really bottle up Garnet Valley, not allow them to get to the outsides because Garnet Valley uh, has more speed than West and uh, a better passing attack. And, and they, uh, which is amazing since it's not a pro set offense right. at Garnet Valley. It's more of a run look, but they can throw it just as well as they can run. Garnet Valley, uh, I remember them when they were playing Bristol back when it was still uh, four um four seeds, not uh, four levels, not uh, six. I remember Garnet Valley. Bristol would go up as a, a one or a two A in a regular season game, play Garnet Valley, which was a low three, and beat them. Right. Now, all of a sudden, Garnet Valley is, well, arguably, along with North Penn, the class of District 1. Oh, yeah, that, uh, that school district is growing exponentially. Oh, it's it's it, incredible. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're not just good in football. They're good in a lot no. of, you know – they, they've really uh, upped their game all over the board. Um, for yeah, they've improved. Board. Yeah, their facility. Sorry, their facilities have been upgraded. Um, you know, the, the coaching has been upgraded. The attitude's been upgraded, and the fan support has been upgraded. Everything, like you said, as people moved into the area, you know, more talent moved in, more opportunity for talent moved in in, in a oh. variety of sports. This is a this is a growing strength. This. Uh, you know, Garnet Valley, and they moved conferences uh, a few years back into the Central League, and that improved their play as well when they were going up against the likes of Ridley and Strathaven, and now they're dominating the Central League uh, as well. So, yeah, Garnet Valley is very, very dangerous. Beatable, but dangerous. You know, who thought Coatesville wasn't beatable a couple of years ago? Exactly. So, uh, you know, no one's invincible. CB West is going to have to find that Achilles heel. Right. And it hasn't just been on, you know, in the football, like we said, it's been, you know, with girls and boys sports, they've done a really nice job. Yep. Carol, let's move to Saturday. Um, some could call this one a, uh, you know, the battle for the who wins the state title, you know, between St. Joe's Prep and LaSalle. LaSalle beat them for the first time in a long time during the regular season. Prep gets another shot at the Explorers, you know, two o'clock at Franklin Field. Um Again, with the winner, Again. <laughs> this, with the winner, the winner of this one is becomes the favorite. Whoever wins it, either one becomes the favorite to win it all. Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, they become one of the favorites because you still have the North Pens and the Garnet Valleys um, that have I, been I, dominant. I, 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 think these, one I think these two are different levels, but okay. I I, I get it. I, I get what you're saying, and I, I get that the, what they've played and the the level they've played at. But you know, again, neither team is invincible. Okay. West, or excuse me, uh, St. Joe's has proven that they didn't blow apart wood. They no, had the wood, battle wood in that one. Yeah, that, that's worth mentioning. Absolutely for sure. John. I'm glad you said that it was 17, 14 game. I mean, wood gave them everything. And you know, that was, that was very well done by the Vikings. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the game with LaSalle earlier in the season, we had talked uh, when they were playing St. Joe's would, you know, who, would they show the whole playbook? Right. They hold something back. Well, guess what? Both teams let it out on the field, and that was still a close game. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this this is going to be the bounce of a ball. 
This is going to be a puff of wind. This is going to be, you know, did you get a, a grip on it when you threw and did you catch it properly out in front of you when, when you're passing and receiving? This is going to be an absolute execution game start to finish because these teams are about as even, forget the records, they are about as even as it can get. And one slip up could cost either one. Absolutely. And, Dad, I don't want to not mention we, on also another game on Saturday. We have uh, Germantown Academy playing at Penn Charter. Um, it's the longest continuous high school rivalry in the country. They've been playing since the every every year since the 1880s. Um, you know, Penn Charter has the you know, has an advantage in the series, but they all it, lately it's been really good stuff. Last year, Penn Charter blocks the last second field GA field goal to hang on um, when they played over at GA. You know, you, you got to love a you know a rivalry that goes back to like nearly the Civil War. Yeah, the um, the thing with this, and, and I remember I actually got to broadcast one of these games. I don't know how this happened. It was Merle Reese and I doing that game. <laughs> there you go. Dur- during GA, they, well, I don't know if they call anything different at Penn Charter, but they, it, it's called GA Day. And well, basically, GAPC day. That, that's GAPC day. Every yeah. sport is playing. This is an every sport event. If you have no horse in the race anywhere else on Saturday and you want to go out and just see great atmosphere, great competition, just passion and love for the sport and beating the snot out of the other team because yeah. you've been wanting to do it since the 1800s, this is a place to go because it is history. It's amazing what they do now. Are we picking this one later? Sure, we will. Okay, we'll pick this. All right, then I'll I'll get to that later. But but this is just fun. And yeah, Penn Charter has had their number overall, really. But but lately they've had their number. um, But this is just a fun, fun atmosphere from sunrise to sunset. Every sport, and it just caps off with the football. This this is one if you haven't seen it, and you're a high school fan especially a high school football fan, you got to see this one. Oh, yeah, you're right. You got the cross countries playing. You got the, the soccer teams playing. The field hockey teams playing. Yep. It's, they, they do. That's a, it's, a, it's a cool thing for sure. Um, well, Daryl, speaking of the picks, you know, we might as well get, get into them. Uh, the, people see that our records were uh, – these are documented, by the These way, folks. We're, we're telling you what's going to happen. It's happening. This is documented. You can go back and listen to the other ones. We haven't changed anything. This no. is this is just bonkers what we're doing. The scarier thing is we're we're both thirty eight and thirty eight, <laughs> and I'm tr- and I, I I know I'm sure you feel the same way I feel that you'd love to kick my uh, win this, if you will. Um, no, I could care. What I want is to be 38 and 8 on the games you can actually bet on legally so I can pay for my kids' college. That's what I want to do. You know, that if we could translate this into college and NFL and NBA, if we could do that, we wouldn't be doing this. We'd be doing this from, from Turks and Caicos just for the heck of it. I, I'd be doing it from my, my estate in Bermuda. But There you um, go. I got gotcha. you. All right, so let let, let uh, so so we're not doing it from the estates in Bermuda or Caicos, but um, let let's start you know with, with the with the Friday with this district you know the district one six A games. We'll right, we'll go right at the top. CB West at Garner Valley. What's your call? Oh, I, it, it pains me to say this. You know, I I I got killed on the one time I didn't pick CB West, and I've been on their bandwagon for all other but one game, and that was North Penn. And I'm afraid I'm going to have to get off the bandwagon here. It's been a great year for the Bucks. Um, 
you, you know, they're can they win? Yes. What are they going to have to do? They're going to have to find a way to turn over Garnet Valley, which is very difficult to do. They do not give up the ball uh, very often. They're they're very sound in both the running and passing game, as you saw from as you heard from the Haverford game. They blanked them forty two nothing. They put sixty five up on Ridley. Now they also gave up about thirty seven, but still. They put, you know, in a basketball game, they, they ended up scoring you know, 65 points on a very good Ridley team. Um, this is, and, oh, and by the way, this happens to be a CB West team that did beat Ridley as a 15 seed. They were, uh, Ridley was, they came to, uh, they came to West two years ago and West handled them before losing to Conestoga in round two. Uh, I, I unfortunately think this is where it's going to end here. It's going to end with Garnet Valley. Um, I, I really don't want to see a lot of points on the board. I'm hoping I'm wrong on this, but Garnet Valley, uh, I think, comes out. They're, they're going to put up about 40. I'm going to go 40 to 21 in favor of the Panthers of Garnet Valley. Gotcha. I, same thing, Daryl. It's, you know, West has only lost, you know, they lost to Coatesville to open the season and they lost to North Penn. Um, you know, look, look at those two teams, you know, still playing and, uh, yeah. But I, I agree with you. I, it'll be close, but I, I think Garden Valley just has a little bit too much. We're, I'm going to say 32-19 Garden Valley. They have to dominate the turnover game, the turnover aspect if they have any hope of winning this one. Uh, you know, Garden Valley is very explosive, and it's going to be a, a monumental challenge for that defense. Yeah, absolutely correct. Um, all right, Darrell, let's look what Quaker an unbeaten Quaker Town goes down to Downingtown East. I might surprise you here for a couple of reasons. First of all, I don't want us to be tied anymore. Second of all, Uh-oh. I I like this Quaker Town squad. So I think do I. <laughs> I think I, I think they're playing. I think they're playing with a chip on the Now, Downingtown East is another program like Garnet Valley that can just light up the scoreboard. You know, don't don't misunderstand the fact they're nine and two. They have dominated in the games they have won. And there's a couple teams. Chessmont split up into into big school, small school. And they cross over a little bit, but nothing to the extent where you wonder if that nine and two is, is a fraud. It's right. far from a fraud. This oh, is no. a very good, very good Downingtown East squad. Um, the Quakertown also very good. Um, they uh, they end up knocking out, uh, unfortunately, an injured Satterton squad. So we're going to have new uh, a new district champion this year. Uh, Quakertown, I think, with a chip on their shoulder, with a veteran lineup, and I think they're overdue. I think they can win this one. In fact, I will say that Quakertown, mild upset, it's a 5-4. Quakertown's going to come away with the victory on this one. I'm going to put it at 27-24 in favor of the hometown Panthers. Gotcha. Darrell, we're, we're very close. I mean, I'm, I'm also going to go with Quakertown. Oh! Also, I know. I know. I'm also can we just say the – well, the East is the Cougars, right? Am I? I, I think they're the it, Cougars. One's the Cougars and one's the Whippets. Okay. I, oh. I, I, I no, Whippets are West. I didn't want to say that. I wanted to say, could we just say that the Panthers are going to win because right. they're both Panthers, exactly. but they're not. Exactly. A cat will win. A cat will win. Right. No, no, the, no. The Whippets are in West. West okay. Whippets. The um, I also like Quakertown getting twenty-seven. You talk about Downingtown East. Remember, they came up on opening night and beat what turned out to be a pretty good Penridge team. You know, in in week one. So. And then, you know, down the road, you, when you start comparing scores and stuff, you have Quakertown and Penridge on Thanksgiving, but that's a, that's a story for another show. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to say a, a, sh- a little tighter than what you said. Not much, but we're going to go Quakertown 27-26. All right. We'll go to Ridley at North Penn. Um, one loss, Ridley, we talked about. They lost to Garnet Valley. <clears throat> they, they, they take on, you know, 11-0, you know, the 11-0 Knights. What do you like? Who do you like? Well, in the past, North Penn, when they have faced a team like Ridley, North Penn has been blowing out teams. This year they haven't been. They've had some big wins, but, you know, Penridge was a close game. Souderton was a close game before the injury happened. Uh, you know, they, they've been playing some some tight ball games, but uh, this is a – historically, North Penn, they get ready for this time of year, and you have to be darn near perfect to beat them because they do not make mistakes. Dick Beck is one of the best coaches in the state, hands down, bar none, you can't argue it, okay? And he always has his team playing its best football at this point. There's very little time that they are they stumble. It's happened, kids, you know, they're kids and they're human. But Dick Beck knows how to get his kids ready at this point. They are going to have to be spot on against Ridley. Ridley can give up points. Uh, they can score some, but they can give up points as well. Ridley is not going to like that drive, you know, coming down from somewhere around exit four of the uh, of the blue route, coming all the way up to exit 31 and finagling their way down Troxel Road to, to get over to the school. Uh, they're not going to want to leave early and fight all that traffic. Well, they're going to have to fight that traffic, and then they're going to have to go home disappointed. I'm going to stick with North Penn and uh, – I'm going to say maybe a score late opens this up a bit, but I'll go North Penn. I will go North Penn. We'll, we'll call it 27 to 16 in favor of the Knights. Gotcha. And when you, we mentioned Dick Beck, the North Penn coach, you're right. He, he has been, you know, his, his numbers are, his, our totals are just tremendous. And he, he is one of the top coaches in the state, you know, not now, but, you know, for, for in a long time, when, you know, one of the histories written, or at least on a website somewhere um, years from now, you know, he'll be right up there with all the greats. Yep. And what they'll also, what North Penn will also do is they'll take away Ridley's best weapon and make you beat, make you make them beat you with plan B. And that, that's, that can be hard to do, but North Penn loves to do that. I like the Knights here, 31 to 20. And North Penn has a good A and B. They, they can run yes. and pass. This. It used to be that, you know, they would only be a ground game and occasionally go to the air or they had the air game and would struggle on the ground. They have a healthy passing game. They have a healthy running game. It is a veteran line that has come together on both sides of the ball uh, it, it, to protect Zelt. Uh, it's it's going to be a, another fun one here between the two, and there is definitely a lot of animosity between these two programs. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I, I think the Knights pull it off. And that's, they, that's how you christen a new stadium, too. That's right. You're right, though. When, when a high school football team can throw it and run it, you know, that, that's hard to beat. Um, and by the way, the weather is supposed to be nice Friday night. We were, we're not talking about bad weather either here. So we, we failed to mention that the weather is probably going to be 60s during the day, 50s during the um, the evening, maybe 40s. But we're not talking heavy winds or rain like you would expect in November. Good. Playoff football, it's going to be a, a, a time that offenses can use both ends of their game with confidence. Gotcha. Absolutely. That, that, that's fine with me because I'll be out there. Um, well, on Saturday, again, you know, St. Joe's Prep versus LaSalle, round two, round two of about 200. Um, what do you think? 
Oh, revenge or redemption. I mean, which one do you want? You want the redemption of LaSalle showing that they deserved that win the first time, that that it wasn't a, a fluke. And again, I'm not even saying it was. Uh, St. Joe Prep's going to want revenge because they don't think anybody should beat them. Right. You know, that's that's the attitude that St. Joe Prep has maintained for years as they have dominated uh, District 12. They have dominated, uh, you know, PIAA Class 6A. Sure. Uh, they get, that's three-time three time defending state champ. That, that's saying something in a – you know, in a high school turnover. Yeah, LaSalle's going to want to catch up to that. If I'm not mistaken, they do have a state title they under do. their belt. I'm like, so they, they, uh, LaSalle, LaSalle has a state title and also a runner-up. And they've also uh, won a couple state – won a state title baseball. They won mm-hmm. lacrosse. You know, they, they've they definitely – they have oh, yeah. come they, up they've through won the ranks swim, as they've well. They've won swimming t- state titles. Yeah, that, yeah that's yeah. absolutely so, – But I, I think they're going to want to try to add to the – they're going to want to add to the football end of things here, and I think they want to make a statement this time. Is it easy to beat a team twice in a matter of weeks? No. Can it be done? Yes. Will LaSalle do it? I think so. I think I think the last game was along the lines of 24-21, somewhere in that neighborhood. I'm going to go with that score, LaSalle, 24-21 over prep. <laughs> Don't even tell me you took LaSalle. Uh, I, of course I took LaSalle. You almost gave me <laughs> – I let everybody know we don't we don't talk about our picks before the no. honest, you know, honest to God we we just we just make our picks. Now you've got a twenty four twenty one Lasalle. I'll show you. I'll take Lasalle twenty four twenty two. You know. So <laughs> and let, let's wrap it up. Drew Another just track. lets me know what games we're going to do, not how we're exactly. picking them. That's it. Exactly. The, the fix is not in. Um, no. No. The uh, last game Saturday, uh, Daryl. At Penn Charter, uh, GA Penn Charter. GA's having a, bit, a little better year um, this year than the Quakers. But, uh, again, you know, in this in this kind of game, when you've played 134 straight times or something like that, you know, I hate – I got to, you know, hate the cliches, but the, the records get thrown out. Yeah, they do. GA PC Day. It's just a great opportunity. Like I said, if you get a chance, go go there. Go to Penn Charter, get in there, and just take in the atmosphere. It is absolutely uh, a, an amazing thing to to watch. Uh, especially when you don't have any horse in the race. It's right. just, you know, you're not cheering for anybody. Just go enjoy it. it it's really right. any of these games. This is when it really, uh, really gets fun. Um, GA should have won last year. They should have. GA should have. Penn Charter, they came through. I'm not saying they cheated or they did anything wrong, they, but Penn Charter came through. But GA had that game. GA uh, n- remembers that. And I will give you a name Michael McGee, Animal. All right, especially on the especially on the defensive end, he is going to give Penn Charter nightmares. He is fast. He is strong. He is talented. Uh, I have seen this young man since he was ten years old playing baseball. I watched him play football. His growth has been amazing. Uh, I've talked about through East and West and South and the kids I've seen there too. Um, but check out Huddle. This kid is really lighting it up. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be the difference. He can do it on both sides of the ball, but I think defensively he's going to do it. Germantown Academy is going to make up for that blocked extra point or blocked field goal. You said, um, you know, last year um, I'm going to make this 20 to 14 in favor of GA. McGee is going to make the difference. Gotcha. I I also like uh, Penn Charter's got the big quarterback who I like, but uh, I think GA has again the revenge on the mind um, and a little bit better side this year. So and and their head coach Matt Dent, who's been there for a while now, he's just done a great job. You know. A good guy, uh, very well respected. Kids love him. Um, I think the Patriots win this one over Penn Charter 
So, no, that's you realize you, you, you realize you and I are going to have to pick like Tampa Bay, Detroit, and just take opposite sides just to break this at this point because we're not splitting anywhere. No, I know. I'll, I'll take my Buccaneers every time. Um, there you go. I'll take right, Detroit. <laughs> the, uh, all right, Daryl. Good stuff as always. Um, we'll do this again. Um, we'll do this again next week. Look forward and, to it. Yeah. Thank everybody for checking us out, and uh, we'll see you. We'll see you soon.